0: week zero sports with petty and michael they're a bunch of fucking amateurs if i'm here and you're here doesn't that make it our time well hello again week zero fans we are back with episode 49 man petty that's one away from half a hundred
1: we're getting there man uh it's amazing it it doesn't seem like that many
0: no it it doesn't it's been like three years though right
1: (laughs) Yeah, three years. Well, I, I still think that the last year being so so wonky kind of messes it up for me. But yeah, we've kind of been on a streak and been more solid this year. So yeah, I guess we're we're heading to half a hundred and we're getting well,
0: there. I'm <laughs> excited, and we've got a pretty good show for you today, man. Um, looks like we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, maybe your your petty's pointless ponderings uh, topic this week. And then uh, you know, maybe slip into a little basketball because I don't know if anybody was watching Bama or Ole Miss last night. Both looked pretty good. And then we're going to bring you some picks and try to get out of here fairly quick again this week. Uh, we've got a lot coming for you on Saturday morning. So just a little primer here. Uh, grease the Yeah, grease game the day's wheels. coming
1: to Oxford, but we're still having our game day because it's going to be better than what comes to Oxford.
0: 100 percent absolutely absolutely well Patty, what's going on this week well man to you know to be the
1: best football conference or claim to be the best football conference or be the best you know one of the best products in all of sports it seems like every week one of the main topics of conversation after all the games is the shitty referees and you know Every you always see that stupid commercials that says it just means more. I think it's time that the SEC starts to pay more for some. I mean, if you look at the end of the Kentucky Tennessee game, there's a blatant face mask that would have resulted in a, a a chance for Kentucky to score a touchdown. Uh, maybe put the game away. It was wide open. There, it wasn't hidden. It wasn't like something that that was just brushed. It was in the middle of the field. I don't know how any ref missed it. And not only missing that when Stoops like steps on the field to say, "Hey, you're an idiot," they throw a 15 yard flag on him. I I mean that's JV bad. And then you look at the Mississippi State Arkansas game, and uh, State can't blame anybody but themselves for not being able to kick field goals. But on the go ahead touchdown, um, half of Arkansas's offensive line was moving before the snap. And again, it's just JV shit that they're missing. Dude, it's, it's
0: absolutely pitiful, and I'm going to tell you: you just named two games. You could probably call up four or five yeah. more from this year because they have been so awful. Oh, and I was watching. I could. Um, I, you know they're awful when you're watching other conferences and you see a play and you're like, "Oh, they'd call pass interference on that in the SEC, and they let the guys play, and it's not like they're trying to manipulate the way the game ends. They let the the game get decided what? more on the field than in the fucking booth."
1: Well, and that's the one we were talking about. I mentioned I saw the last uh, the last few minutes of the North Carolina weight game. You said they were calling it tight through the first few quarters, but in the last quarter they let them play. And the, the last, there was three or four plays where it was like, man, if that was SEC, they're, they're, I mean, there would be flags all over the field for pass interference. They don't know how to call pass interference in this. They have no idea. They,
0: I don't think they call pass interference. I think they're just trying to influence the game most of the time. Like they're trying to get ratings. Oh, yeah. It's even worse. The CBS games are the worst. Watch Georgia, Tennessee this week and see if you don't just notice some putrid calls, especially if one team starts blowing the other out. They'll try to close the gap.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's biased. I think it's incompetence. I mean, when you're hiring real estate agents in Alabama and and look now, if they're from certain states, they may have some biases because, you know, they go back to work in those states and they got jobs Monday to Friday in those states and people know where they work. So Mm -hmm. hmm, (laughs) maybe maybe. Maybe when you have half a staff calling the Auburn Ole Miss game and in Auburn and have well, the half the referee crews from the state of Alabama.
0: Well, let me ask you this: Do they have uh, full time refs in other conferences, or are they all like this?
1: I don't know. I need to look into that before I blast. But I mean, if the SEC with the money they're paying, they can afford it. Trust me. Sure, <laughs> the money's there. Hundred percent. You know, if we're going to be a pro- but-
0: the product, right? It is supposed to be the yeah, it's pre- premier yeah. product in all of sports,
1: and 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 the officiating has definitely tarnished it this year greatly in so many games. And again, I there's no homer involved because I was pissed at how they handled the Ole Miss Auburn game. But several weeks before, in that same stadium, I thought Auburn got a few bad calls playing against Georgia. But then the very next week, you know, Auburn playing at Arkansas, the refs completely blew a fumble, and I I can't remember what the play, but. Like you said, I can yeah, I can name five or six right off the top of the head where the refs have completely influenced. And it's, again, not bias, just incompetence.
0: Well, and yeah, that, again, it, like I said, it, the refs are a big part of the product. And if they're going to put a good product out there and not piss off all the people like us that watch it every day, they're going to have to get it right because, you know what, like on a close call where nobody can tell, both teams are going to get upset if it doesn't go their way. But some oh, yeah. of these things are just blatant, like blatant, you said. But, blatant, blatant yeah. bad. No, you need a better product. And speaking of products, um, I I was wondering something. I was just kind of thinking about the next time that I'm heading down to the stadium, uh, if I'm going to get a jersey, which player am I going to get now that there's the name, image, and likeness stuff? I'm wondering, am I going to be able to get like a a Cornelius Bennett jersey or a Derek Thomas jersey? Or am I going to be able to get like a, you know, all of our Heisman winners, Derek Henry? Are they going to be able to sell those? Does that work backwards? Are all the old players going to start getting money? Um, off this NIL, like in their you know, after, even long after they've played, is that a possibility? Has anybody thought of that yet?
1: I mean, that's a good question, man. You could start seeing some, some retroactive, I mean, look at all the NFL stadiums or the, the major league sports where, uh, fans wear their favorite jerseys from, you know, Jerry Rice if you're a 49ers fan or whatever. Oh yeah. dude,
0: it's mind-blowing if you go to a Hornets game, there are more Jordan jerseys and half of them are from the damn Chicago Bulls in the in the damn merch that that's right. You know, store in the team store. You know, they got a bunch of damn Chicago Bulls jerseys. It's yeah, all this this may have sacrilege.
1: Yeah, this may have opened the door, man. I didn't even thought of it that way. That's a definite, you know, if I'm if I'm one of the if I'm Cornelius Men and I'm getting on the phone or you know, oh shit!
0: I, I mean, look, and, and I don't know if you were watching the basketball games last night, but dude, if I'm headed to a Bama basketball game, I wouldn't mind having a big shot Bob Robert Ory jersey going in oh, there. Oh
1: heck, yeah! <laughs> um, I mean, I'd have a Marshall Henderson jersey. I mean, I don't. Sure. I don't, I don't oh, know. that's
0: right, dude. That dude was awesome, man. Hey, did you watch your team last night?
1: I did watch some basketball last night, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, and this is how bad it sucked. I suck. I didn't realize basketball was kicking off last night. We had Ole Miss and the Tide going. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a back-to-back feature. Shoot Ole Miss. I don't man, I don't get my hopes up. They've got a lot of transfers. They looked athletic. They were playing UNO, but man, they, they had some guys. I mean, they they pulled away and beat them like you're supposed to, beat them by twenty.
0: Hey, I've seen New Orleans in the uh NCAA tournament before, so I'm you know, they're they're not a uh, you know, they're not just the kind of team that you beat down. I don't know how good they are this year, but um that, they're not a team you look over for sure i tell you what, though, man, I I I did
1: – Ole Miss, no, you don't ever look over any of those teams. I, hmm. I've also seen them in the tournament. And like I said, man, it's Ole like Miss – Like Horizon a little, League
0: or something like that. You just watch the, out for that shit. <laughs> the
1: one thing excited me, you know, you saw a, a change in college football over the last few years in the SEC where even the Nick Sabans of the world realized, okay, offense is kind of where this thing is moving. we got to be yeah. more up pace. Well, Ole Miss' Ole Miss's coach, Kermit Davis, is one of those – Pass it around the damn perimeter for 28 seconds, and then try to get the best shot possible when you could that. have probably gotten a better one. Well, I think he saw what people like Oates is doing over at Alabama, and realized, man, I, I've got to change. And, and the one thing I did notice is Ole Miss was running a more up-tempo offense last night, so that was good. encouraging. That scored 85 points, and, and and when we, I don't think we scored 85 all of them last year, so that was encouraging. But man, then I flipped it over to your team <laughs> and. There was a dude with some flow. Talking about uh, the, he like
0: I got a lion out there, right? Mr. JD Davidson?
1: Yeah. Uh, somebody, I, I I told you I sent a text to my two buddies who I knew we were at the damn game, which they were. And I said, Hey, that JD Davidson dude looks pretty overrated. One of them <laughs> sent back uh, a picture of Mufasa. Um, <laughs> and it is like, Yeah, you kind of, man, that blind flow, man, that dude is, Bama's got some talent. What do you think?
0: Dude, um, Yes. Uh another one, a guy that I saw coming on last year who is clearly stepping into that. Uh Herb Jones number one defender role is Keon Ellis. He's not quite as long mm-hmm. as Herb was. Herb was just like abnormally long for his for his size. He's like six ten, but had like a seven, you know, foot something wingspan. Um Keon's more but athletic. Active. He's faster. Yeah, he's, more athletic. He's good. Yeah, now and he's better on offense. Now Herb, nobody, I don't know, but take a lot of people to be as good as him on defense. But uh, Keon Ellis is very sufficient but, on defense and good on offense. So I like where we're going in that position.
1: Did I ever tell you the Herb Jones story from Bo? I don't mean to cut you off. I want to get back on that. No, go. You, yeah, go
0: with it. You know, Bo know. taught Herb Jones. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, he
1: taught him, and he said at Mount, he said one day like he needed a pencil, and he reached over not to the row next to him to the next row. And didn't lean over. Just, <laughs> just like arm, reached all the way over. One desk. <laughs> arm reached one row, and boasted said it was just like the weirdest thing he ever saw. It was like a like an, ex- and and Herb just grabbed the pencil and grabbed it right back. But no, that's a Herb Jones' story. But dude, <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. I didn't know, but but yeah, I agree with you. Ellis. He's a little more athletic. He's very active. Um, oh
0: yeah, that. yeah, dude, he looked good. Um, we got another guy, number ten, uh, like Charles Bediaco, or I can't, I don't know how to say yeah. his name just yet. I'll get it figured we'll out before the it. season gets going. But he. uh He's a big dude, big presence, got a lot of rebounds, and also took it to the hole a few times pretty nicely. So I'm excited to see. He's, you know, he's, we got some really good guards, and now having a big guy in the middle and the way they run the floor. They look oh, like yeah. they were in midseason form to me last night. Coiner, yeah, Quinterly
1: was, yeah, Quinterly smooth, is all wow. yeah. smooth yeah, yeah, as he, usual.
0: He was getting some, you know, Everybody was a little rusty in certain ways, you could see, but they looked as good last night as they did when they were starting SEC play last year. So I can't imagine how good they're going to be if they continue to improve this year like they did last year. Way to yeah. go, Nate Oates. Roll Tide. Yeah, I think, RIP Fluff. Yeah, I think Bama is going to be a team to reckon with for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Well, you, you know what, that's RIP enough fluff, basketball. Man. That was cool. They did that last night, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. His mom was like tweeting stuff and everything. I, it's really emotional. Sorry to see that, man. Uh, dude was a cool yeah. guy. All right, moving Great on. Stuff. Before we get into all the feels segment here on accident, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> before we drop yeah. into that one on accident, let's move to football, man. Let's do it. Let's talk about some games. Yeah, it's games a big weekend, man. There's a huge weekend. I saw a lot of picks that I really like this week, which probably means they're all going to be misses, but who cares? You know, let's take a look and see what's going on in these things. Now, there is a chance that, as data comes in throughout the week that some of these could get adjusted on Saturday morning cocktail kickoff So make sure you're listening to that because I have been known mm-hmm. to change a pick on there before. If not I do change day. the pick, I will make sure that I switch to the other team and not just take it away. You know what I mean? So um, let's, let's talk about some games first. Let's start outside the sec. Petty, do okay. we have any, do we have it? Did you see anything that made you oh, say yeah. WTF this week?
1: Oh, absolutely! I mean, it, it, it a game that not only made me say "WTF," it made me say, "Well, yeah, that shows that Vegas knew something, that, that last game's last week's <laughs> game was rigged." You know, last week North Carolina came out as a, a two and a half point favorite at home against undefeated Wake Forest, mm-hmm. and Wake Forest's offense has been rolling. You're like, "Holy hell!" And you know, North Carolina at the times four and four, and they're favored. I'm like, okay, so you know they're going to win the game. Well, they come this week. Playing Pitt and now they're a touchdown underdog. And that, that again, it shows that mm-hmm. Vegas knew something was up last week. Cause you know why I say that? Cause Pitt's going to cover this line. I'm going to go ahead. I should make it a pick because you're going to do this and you're going to like, Oh, hell, North Carolina's got it all figured out. They beat undefeated Wake Forest. This is what they try to play the dumb mindset where you, mm-hmm. you use your eyes and not your brain. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, Oh, well, North Carolina's got it all together. They just beat the undefeated team and Wake, but how could, how could they lose by a touchdown? Well, and then you bet all your money on it because it's a gimme. You know, that just is a no-brainer. And then, it, you know, by Friday night, you've already lost 200 bucks because Pitt beats them by two touchdowns. And
0: that's yeah. how that works. Yeah, absolutely. North Carolina's like, after they do have a good game, they generally just party all week, I feel like, with Mac. Mm-hmm. And they come in and just suck ass the next week. So I can kind of agree with you on that. I don't see that much as a WTF just because of that trend. Um, But I would call it just like, um, you know, an an interesting game to watch. If you're going to get into a Thursday night game, play Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, that's right. Pittsburgh also sneaky good this year. Only lost two games. Not doing bad. Yeah, Pitt's not bad. All right, cool. That's an interesting one to look at. I had one that I thought was a WTF, and it may not be. I'll have to talk to you about it. We'll have to hash this out right here. But what do you think about a Michigan team that's only lost one game that's ranked in the top 10, okay, heading over to Penn State, And it was a pick yesterday when this line came out. Right now, Penn State's catching a point and a half. Um, Does that make you say WTF?
1: It does. And you've got me thinking it, overthinking it in a different way. Because this will be the first time you'll hear this side from me. I mean, Michigan's Mm -hmm. going on the road to Nebraska. And look, I know Nebraska's not Nebraska at all. But you've said this on this show several times. And then on our Saturday morning show, they've got a great defensive line. And Michigan was able to go into Nebraska Lincoln when a game they were really pumped up for that they thought they had a chance and kind of put them away with their run game. They almost did the same thing at Michigan State. Michigan State just got them at the end on the back of a great running back. Um, I don't, I, I don't think. I, and i also have this belief that james franklin's mind may somewhat be he just hired you know he just hired jimmy sexton you don't hire jimmy sexton because you're 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 happy with the job you got you hire jimmy sexton because you're about to get another job so mm-hmm. i don't know how focused he is at penn state but again like michael says then you get the, the so everything points to this in my mind to be in michigan so why is it a pick and a lot of the money's flowing in on michigan and that tells me man Vegas – again Vegas builds those buildings off the wallets of a bunch of dummies. Home
0: field matters this Hell year weird. when the teams are about equal. Penn State is an infinitely better team all around than Nebraska. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, I think Penn State's you know on par with Michigan State. I think mm-hmm. they're about the same level of team, and right there with Michigan. And uh, I think home field advantage makes you want to take this team because... You know, even though it's a noon game, it's a big stadiums, loud in there. You saw Auburn go up there and get shuck. Bo Nick's, you know, didn't oh. do it. So I don't know. For some reason, I uh, this this seems like an odd one. So I like Penn State. I'll take all the points. Hopefully, it'll get up and give me three by the time we get there.
1: Well, look. Everybody likes the optics of it. Penn State six and three, they knock off Michigan right now. They go to seven and three, they knock off Michigan State next week, which is who they got. Then they're eight and mm-hmm. three, and all of a sudden they look kind of like the team, you know. And then they finish off whoever they got, and they're nine and. Th- I mean, they've got a chance to to actually end on a. You know, this could propel them to having looking more like the Penn State people thought they were earlier in the year. Well,
0: write it down. I got Penn State. Penn State. You, you want to throw one at us next?
1: Yeah, man, of course. Um, Vandy's back on the block. Um, <laughs> man, you know, Vegas is really screwed All you got to do is say two week. words.
0: Just say two words. Just yeah. say them. Just Pay say Vandy. Fade Vandy. Pay Vandy. <laughs> well, and that's
1: what Vandy is. Uh, the, my whole breakdown of this game is Va- the Vegas has screwed us the last few weeks. Vandy didn't play last week and UMass didn't have a line. UMass doesn't have a line again this week. I think this is the third week in a row Vegas has found a way to not put a line on the UMass game because they know that they can't. Can't they cover can't. anything. They, can, they cannot. Set it at plus is, 90, they, they can't are, cover it. They cannot. They are owing whatever against the spread. So, Vandy's back on the block. I don't care that Kentucky's had a couple of rough nights at uh, Starkville and then lost that one in a heartbreaking fashion to Tennessee. So, you're taking the matter.
0: Cats minus 21, huh? Cats minus
1: 21. Vandy sucks. Fade Vandy
0: hell yeah fade vandy, love it. um well, I'll take the next one. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna get you out to the b one two the big twelve right <laughs> <B12>. nice <laughs> uh Oklahoma going on the road to Baylor Baylor's pretty good. Woo! Oklahoma's getting their offense together um I think Oklahoma pulls this one out in the end because of talent. uh I think you probably get a scare out of them, but I think Oklahoma does pull this out seven ten points in the end
1: um. Baylor just got beat by a horny Frog team that just got rid of their coach. I don't know if that was an inspired win by the Frogs or whatever it was. I don't know. They were wearing those weird colored orange and purple uniforms. But I think Oklahoma's kind of got it together ever since they set Radler and and have gone to this new kid at quarterback. Their offense has really started rolling. Starting to hum. It's starting to hum a little bit. I'm with Michael. I think this is a line where people are going to look at it and say, oh, five and a half at home, Baylor. You know, this is a 9-12 matchup Oklahoma's played. Where you don't want to bet is when Oklahoma's favored by 18. They haven't covered the big lines this year. Mm. Now that they've knocked this down, now this is when Oklahoma's going to win by like 18. Watch I
0: like it. it. I like it. What's your next one? My
1: next one, man, I'm going to a game that used to be the biggest game in college football when we were 13 years old. Over to the the conference
0: conference, ACC?
1: Everybody knows what that is by me just saying that it was a 90s kid, and that's the U in Miami, baby. Uh, Miami Um, and and Florida State, uh, wide left. Miami is, if you haven't been paying attention and they have been flying over the radar, they're in a shitty conference and they lost to Bama, so everybody's written them off, but wrote them off. The last couple of weeks, man, Miami's been playing solid football. Like Michael Jordan's not a bad there, quarterback. Better. No, well, and I think they've actually been playing. I th- he got hurt, and I think they're playing a backup really? kid. Yeah, and I oh, think their wow. backup kid's been course. hot.
0: Of course. But, that shows how much I've handicapped this game. Yeah,
1: they're, they're under, look, man, but Florida State is still, they had one kind of magical one in the middle. They're still garbage. Uh, Miami mm-hmm.
0: minus two and a half. I like the U. All right, taking the U. I dig it. Well, I'm going to bring us back into the SEC for my third pick of the week, and I'm going to go down to Tiger Country in Baton Rouge, where Arkansas is coming to visit. LSU coming off their big loss this week that they felt so great about. And Arky (laughs) That moral victory loss. (laughs) Yeah. Love those. Exactly. Arky coming off of a uh, big win against Mississippi State. But heading down... To LSU, an uninspired team who's not going to be inspired for Arkansas. Um, they were inspired for Alabama. Arkansas is going to come out Blue with that load. victory. Blew their load last week. Arkansas minus two and a half. I think Arkansas wins by two touchdowns. I agree. I agree. And Arkansas has got that bowl momentum,
1: man. They just won that game against State. I think Arkansas is probably going to They're going to be up a lot more up for this one because they can build on that bowl standing, maybe move up to a music They can City build on that versus. games
0: and try to give Bama fits.
1: Yeah. That's right. Know, That's right. That's right. I like that pick a lot. I like yep. that pick a whole lot,
0: actually. I had a one by that one, so that was my favorite. I think one. that line's um, low
1: because I think that line's low because LSU played LSU Bama played so Bama tight last week.
0: Yep. Arkansas wins this game by at least fourteen points.
1: Well, hey, look at it like this: Arkansas's pretty close to what Ole Miss is when they're healthy, and Ole Miss just popped the hell out of LSU. So again.
0: Oh, um, by the way, I I'm forgot ready. to say, uh the UK minus twenty one at Vandy is a consensus week zero pick. That one was also on my list. Uh <laughs> so yeah, we well, that's a Michael nice. and Petty special. Get you some Kentucky. And Petty, you got one last one All for right. us today, huh?
1: One last one. So I was 3 and 0 last week and the third game that hit for me was an over under. So I'm going to go back Ooh. to the well again and hope to go 3 and 0 this week with hey, another over under from let's the just, SEC. Let's,
0: let's brag. Humble brag for a second. 3 and 0 for Petty, yeah. 2 and 1 for Michael, 1 and two 0 one, for wait, wait, wait. the WTF for a total of uh, 6 and 1. 6 and 1. Not bad. That's it's not a bad week if you if you if you're if you're riding
1: the week zero fellas you pull change in your pocket. That's right. And if you're riding the week zero fellas
0: you're insane. Um anyway, <laughs> maybe maybe so, not. We've back, been pretty hot this year <laughs> Freddie. Uh yeah, go back and do the numbers. Actually, I don't want to brag, but go back and do the numbers. Yeah, we've go been ahead.
1: we've been this okay. show has won some money this year yep. for folks and I I think it's been a rough year, but back back to the picks, um I've got an over under Bama, New Mexico State. The over under in this game sixty seven. So what you're telling me is if Bama wins this game fifty two to ten, which is a very likely outcome, that's still under. Yeah, I don't sixty two to ten State is scoring. not New Mexico State's Mercer. I mean they're not. I mean if they score, they're not scoring more than ten, and they may maybe two only field score goals,
0: may get a sleep, sneak in a I touchdown. Get, what if they get thirteen? Yeah, a, a six sixty to
1: three, sixty two to three. I cover this thing. Give me the under. 52
0: to 13, you still cover.
1: 52 to 13, I still cover. Give me the under. All right, What's man. I'll okay, dig but,
0: it. I'm not messing with that one because, you, you know, I want Bama to score 85.
1: That's right. You want, them to be, <laughs> you want it to be 70 to nothing in the third quarter. I. Right, ben, oh, yeah. you got any more for us?
0: Well, maybe. How you about got like a bonus something to look at? A bonus something right. to look at. All right. Those Bulldogs that got scorched on that Arkansas mm. game. Okay, they're pissed and they're heading down to the Native American burial grounds of Lee County at Jordan-Hare Stadium, Auburn. Normally, I would be all about the special spirits taking over and letting this game. I think it's going to be closer. Auburn and Mississippi State, for some reason, play each other very close every year. It's almost like they're mirror images of each other in different states. Um, I think this one's going to come down to the wire. Mississippi State might even pull it out, just teaching old Harson a little lesson about coming into SEC uh, with Auburn, maybe looking ahead a couple weeks.
1: I don't know, partner.
0: I'm
1: <laughs> you <laughs> hate Mississippi know. State, so I get it. <laughs> I, well, and you hate Auburn, so mm-hmm.
0: I get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so this I'm going to say watch I... this one. I'm not making it an official pick because – Unless it hits, then we gotta count it, right? But no, yeah. I do. I do think uh, take the points with Mississippi State simply because they're gonna muck it up. Now Auburn wins this one by twenty-one. I still won't be surprised with like two, you know, bounce off a helmet Hail Marys.
1: There you go, happen. man. <laughs> I'm I'm not betting against Auburn in the in the Native American burial grounds. Not I'll do it on the road, but I'm not doing it down there.
0: That's a total of eight picks for you this week. Yeah. That maybe, should get you going. That should yeah, get if, you going.
1: If, if you, there, there's something to get you to, to crunch on and get your week started.
0: Well, make sure. You got a couple things you need to do. You need to go to weekzerosports.com and yeah. click the button to subscribe to our YouTube channel because Saturday yeah. morning, you're going to get the Saturday morning cocktail kickoff. We got, Great show. Got some to guests coming brewing. To you with some awesome guests. Going to be probably some old Alabama or Old Miss legends and maybe some... Yep. You know, representation from other teams around the SEC. For the people who aren't exactly Alabama or Ole Miss fans, maybe you're an Auburn fan, Mississippi State. You know, we even talk a little bit about Big Ten football, Big 12 football. E yeah, we don't discriminate. We don't. It's a great show, and you can interact with the guests. So make sure you get on there and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you're also subscribed to this podcast and auto-download. That's the best thing you can do for us. Just click that auto-download button so it hits right in your box as soon as we release it. Thank you guys very much, and we look forward to seeing you Saturday morning and again next week right here on this Week Zero Sports and Other Stuff podcast.
1: Absolutely. See you Saturday morning. See you next week. Hotty toddy. Roll Tide, over and out.
0: The Week Zero Podcast is made possible by our founding sponsors. First, Workspace Solutions of Charlotte, North Carolina. They provide websites, social media, and digital advertising. Visit workspacepros.com. Second, we have DreamWork Financial Group of Birmingham, Alabama, a registered investment advisor. They have personalized portfolios, wealth management, and specter and tempo funds. Visit DreamWork.financial slash week zero. Remember, investments involve risk. See website for disclaimers. A third, we have Custom Plumbing and Gas Fitters of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They specialize in residential and commercial plumbing and gas fitting, new construction and remodels. Call 205-534-2800. Finally, we have Real Rock Stone Veneer by Lambstone Company. It's interior and exterior stone, thick wall, and thin stone veneer. Visit lambstone.com week zero for more information.